0: What's up everybody, welcome back to another 3D Hangout. My name is Noah Reyes, I'm a designer here at Adafruit and joining me every week is Mr. Ta-da. Pedro.
1: On everybody, I'm Pedro Cray of tech here at Adafruit and every week we come to share 3D printing projects featuring electronics from Adafruit.
0: That's right, this is where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects for you. Thank you guys so much for joining us, this is episode 192 entitled...
1: Mounts, Marshmallows, and Dinos.
0: That wasn't planned, you did that well. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's go ahead and run through the shows. For the awesome people, audience, you guys that are watching, you got a special coupon code for you. Today's sure. coupon code is Cricut. That's
1: right. It'll get you 10% off your Adafruit order. Includes er, It excludes everything.
0: It, it, you can use this coupon code on everything in the shop except for gift certificates and software. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. That means if you order a printer, 10% off that printer, We also got some great freebie deals. If you go to adafruit.com slash free, you can see all the free deals that we have going on. For orders in the U.S. that are $1.99 and higher, you get free shipping. That means if you order a 3D printer, you get 10% off and Mm -hmm. free shipping. That's right. That's pretty cool. So go to to adafruit.com slash free to see all the free deals. Okay. We also have same-day delivery for the folks in New York City. So if you are in New York City and you need your thing right away, we have same-day delivery as an option. Yeah. Huge shout-out to the CircuitPython meeting that happens every Monday at 2 p.m. This is open to the public so folks can come and see what the core developers are working on. There are also other folks in the community that are working on things, not just CircuitPython, but projects in general. So if you're looking to share your projects or get some project help, check out our Discord server. There's a link right above the chat room up here. Discord.gg slash Adafruit. All right. Adafruit uh, Daily. Sh- oh, Adafruit, I'm just, yeah. Adafruit Daily. Go to adafruitdaily.com if you want some newsletters. This is a daily newsletter of a lot of things we see in the community. So, um, yeah, you can check out adafruitdaily.com. You got to opt into that. We don't automatically subs- you know, subscribe you to it. That's what most companies do. We don't do that. <laughs> That's great.
1: Thank y'all for subscribing to the 3D printing newsletter for that. Looks like we got a giant jump in subscribers. So Which is all.
0: interesting. We don't really promote it. But yeah, there is a 3D printing specific one where we like to share uh, projects from the community. So you can check that out. We also have an, a product focus one. This is separate from this. This happens once a week. This is called the New New Newsletter. And you can go to adafruit.com newsletter for that one. All right, we're going to jump into this week's project. So if you head on over to the Adafruit learning system, you can see the latest project that we, that we published today. It is a simple 3D printed mount for the Cricut board. Cricut is the new robotics platform from Adafruit. And it makes it's geared towards beginners and advanced makers who just want to get things moving. So we thought we would come up with a little 3D printed mount for attaching to various things. So here's the mount and here's the, the whole board assembly and it's just a simple little uh, mounting thing. Uh, we did some improvements, we showed this off last week, but let's talk about some of the improvements that we, that we made. So if we look on the bottom, we have these little slots. These are M3 hole slide slots, sized slots, and this allows you to mount this little, little uh, bumper to anything, maybe cardboard, maybe wood, maybe uh, so, some paper or something. So we got these four mounting slots that you can uh, mount this to. And again, they're for m M3 screws. So this is up on our page so you can download it and 3D print it. Some other things we did was we, um, we added some nice slits here. So uh, if you have some cables, um, we wanted to make sure to accommodate for those cables. So here's the barrel jack. we got a nice slit there. We have a nice opening here for the capacitive touch pin. So if you have alligator clips, um, this little slit here allows you to add your alligator clips. And um, we have, of course, another slit here for the USB um, for uh, programming over uh, Seesaw. So, what's another thing we did? If you look in the center here, you see we have a nice opening. I wanna do something special with this here. I wanted to make it so that I could add different little bits uh, to this, little add-ons. I wanted to be able to snap fit the mid. So if you look at here at an angle, you can see there's little indentations here. These indentations are for snap fit features. So let's take a look at this one. This is the same case, the same well, the same mounting thing. And you can see the indentations here. So what you can do is you can design little add-ons, instead of having to integrate this all into one piece, you can make different adapter pieces for this one mount. So this is a little add-on for tripod screws. So this is one of the quarter 20 uh, tripod screw inserts that are actually threaded. The thread is modeled inside this little opening here. So you can add this to all sorts of standard tripods. And the way this snap fits is you line up these nubs. So these are the little nubs. There's one here and there's one on the opposite side. They're curved. They go along with the the curvature of this. And what you do is you just line up this nub here. Is my mic still on? Yes. Okay. Excellent. And then you can snap this in here like that. So now you have this uh, really snap uh, this really secured fitting here. You cannot push this through because the lip kind of mates with this uh, uh, protruding um, cylindrical feature here. And so then how do you take this out, right? You just pu- apply pressure on these two nubs here and then you can pop it out. So a really nice uh, way to kind of make add-ons to your uh, 3D printed projects, I think. So again, you line it up, you snap it in, and boom, you're good to go. So cool. this is really neat. Uh, Yeah, So you got the tripod screws. Some other things we did is we wanted to make some battery holders. Um, Yeah, you can grab that. I was playing around with the concept of making a battery connector. So instead of just um, adding uh, circular stuff, maybe have something that's a little bigger. So I have this kind of battery holder um, that just uh, is secured with screws. So um, they line up perfectly with these slots here. As you can see, there's a slot there. You can add a washer here. Um, The only thing is that you do have to... uh, Take the board out in order to um, in order to install it. So you might want to install it before you put the board in. So that's the only kind of caveat there. But it is designed to kind of uh, fit here or or this way as well. So it is symmetrical. So You can just line up those slots there. Um, however, uh, you definitely want to use some uh, some stronger material, not PLA, because what happens is. Uh, The way this works is, let's see if this breaks or not, (laughs) it might. So this is a, let me, it already broke, (laughs) right there. So you definitely want to use some better material there. This is a Ford AA uh, battery pack. It has this nice barrel jack, which fits perfectly into the DC barrel jack of the Cricut. There's also a little slide switch, yeah, an on and off switch there. So you can turn that on. Did I really break that? (laughs) <laughs> Guys, this is one heck of breaking. a show, everything is breaking. My mount broke, my, <laughs> my battery broke, this is excellent. So the, the deal here is that it snaps like this, you gotta orient it right. And it's supposed to click in like that and there are these little nubs here that kind of hold it in place. There's a little bit of flex here as you see, you can flex this out to take it out. But again, you definitely don't wanna use BLA because this, this happens right there, this breaks right off. You even put a high infill there, it's still broke. I need to add more fillets or something. So this is one option. Maybe don't do this. (laughs) Maybe do something where uh, maybe you can um, use the slots to kind of create. um, You know, you could use zip ties and kind of tie this in like that. So whatever way you want to do it, you can kind of uh, play with different options. Man, that is so funny in the Brooklyn. So hey, we break things so that you don't. So you don't have to. Right? Yeah. Another cool thing I did was um, I added threaded inserts in here. Um, so if you look at this one, these are just kind of your, your standard uh, standoffs. So there are eight standoffs that uh, elevate the board. It gives you proper clearance for things like, I don't know, screws and uh, some of the little solder joints over here, uh, the connectors and such. Uh, so that's why the standoffs are a little bit taller, about four millimeters tall. And the cool thing is normally what I do is I just, I just screw directly into these standoffs. But what a lot of people do is they like to add threaded inserts and heat press them in to the standoff. So you have this really nice threaded metal brass, mostly um, uh, commonly brass, inside of these standoffs. So that's actually what's inside here. Uh, I don't have my screwdriver with me so, um, but I can show you in the learn guide. So let's jump over to the learn guide and take a look at it. So these are some of the things that you'll need for this project, obviously the Cricut board. Now you'll notice that the Cricut board is out of stock, but our friends over at DigiKey has about 300 of them in stock. Gee, I wonder where they all went to. They probably <laughs> went to DigiKey, but no, no problems because our friends from DigiKey, they um, uh, they helped us out there. So let's go to DigiKey. If you want to get the Cricket? You can get it from DigiKey. They got some really good shipping options. So check them out. They ship worldwide, I believe. Circuit Playground Express was in stock. Now it's out of stock. That I thought it was in stock. Pretty quick. That was pretty quick. We got a little issue here with our standoffs. Um, it says that uh, they're in stock for $0, but that's not true. They're actually, uh, we're working on that, so help us out there. Yeah.
1: Please let us know <laughs> if you're able to check out with $0. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> don't, don't forget to use the 10% discount code for $0. <laughs> we also got the battery pack. That one is in stock, um, hopefully. Doesn't come with the batteries, but it is a nice little battery holder. It comes with the, um, the uh, it's better than this. Trust me, it's better than this one. <laughs> you can see the, the, the wiring is a little bit different as well. And that's probably why. Uh, so there's some parts. Now, there's some other parts, of course, that you want to do. Additional hardware, right? So some screws and things. So some of the screws that I recommend is the M3 size screws that are six millimeters long. Um, you can choose the, um, the pan head, uh, the Phillips. I personally like to use the hex drill bit ones because they just work so much better than Phillips. Um, but I have them here, and I like to, uh, well, I like to get them from Albany County Fasteners. There's other places on, on the internet, like, what, like uh, Amazon, you can get screws from there as well. But I really like these guys. Also, I like to use the M3 hex nuts. These are called jam nuts. They're a little bit thinner than your uh, sort of regular um, hex nut. So it's a little bit thinner. It's about one and a half millimeters thick. Um, so you can fit them into little, you can, you can fit them in tighter spaces. Also, the tripod screw—we actually carry the tripod screw in the shop because we use this on so many different projects. It is a 3 8 to a quarter twenty screw adapter, so it um, fits into. You can heat press it into parts, or you can design uh, uh, the thread into it, which we did, which, which is what we did for uh, our, our little mount here or mount out on And another thing you want to get is probably these M3 threaded inserts. I got these from Amazon for about six bucks. You can get a hundred pieces of them, which hopefully will last me a while. They look like that. Um, How tall are they? They're about, uh, hmm, I guess this is three millimeters tall. So they fit pretty well inside our four millimeter tall uh, standoff. So you can get those. They come in a lot of different flavors and stuff, but this is the one that I'm using. Yeah. So let's jump back over to the guide and walk over through the 3D printing portion of this so in this, po- in this page, I talk about the add-ons and how, you can, how they're designed to snap fit. Um, and then I also have a little part. With all our 3D printing projects, we like to say, uh, if you don't have a 3D printer, that's cool. We have, we have 3D printing services like 3D Hubs and a- Make XYZ. Or you can go to your local makerspace or library to get access to a 3D printer, 3D print it yourself, or have somebody 3D print it for you uh, so you don't have to invest thousands of dollars into your 3D printer if uh, you don't want to. So that's really nice. It's always a good option. Another thing is the tripod add-on. I talk about it here. I have linked as well. Um, So you see how that works. There's the battery pack. This works up until it breaks, so um, you might be a little iffy on that. Definitely recommend using some nylon or some ABS or some CPE or any of those uh, stronger materials. Not PLA. It didn't seem to work so well here. And here are the threaded inserts. If you click on this image, let's go to... Um, can you click on the image we 'll edit it. You can see uh, the original size here. You can see how that uh, threaded insert uh, is fitted in there. Is that right that 's right? So uh, I used a soldering I used the tip of my soldering iron uh, to hold the brass insert and then I just uh, slowly inserted it into the uh, into the standoff there and then it cools down and then you have this permanently uh, secured brass insert so you got perfect mm-hmm. insert. Uh, mm-hmm. Perfect thing.
1: Yeah, I forget who we saw on, I think, either Instagram or somewhere that they made a cool little drill press type uh, rig. To I, believe it, was, I believe it
0: was Mac Inspires on Instagram. Yes. He made like a jig to kind of uh, heat press um, these brass inserts, which is cool. I had like a little jig for his soldering iron and it would go perfectly in there. And I see why that's important, because when I was doing this, I actually inserted it at an angle on accident and I was like, oh no. So I had to kind of work really fast to kind of uh, make it go um, down, so. First, this is really the first project I've ever used, uh, threaded inserts. Um, mainly, I do really, really small projects using, like, the Trinket or the Gemma. Um, so normally, like, every millimeter counts. So uh, if I can save a millimeter, I'll do that. Is there a problem with our audio?
1: I'll keep going. I think it's, like, when you turn to, uh, to my head? Your head. Yeah, so just make sure that your mouth is right over the mic. Turn
0: my body. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> audio problems tough. All right, so that is the threaded insert bit here. Let's go hit the back button. All right, cool. So remember, you can click on these images and make them really big. They're like 5K. Okay, so then uh, where are the STLs STLs are for 3D printing, I have them up on Thingiverse, Pinshape, and You magine Let's talk about the uh, sl- uh, slice settings. Uh, so these slice settings here are what we use for our Ultimakers using Cura 3.4, I want to say. Um, and one of the notes here I, w- I want to say is that you can. That Cura has a really nice layer view where you can preview your tool paths and see what they're going to look like before you actually print it, which is really helpful to uh, see if your tool paths are are, uh, are going to work out or not. In this case, we're taking a look at the standoffs, and you can see how uh, it's built up out of perimeters. There's no infill really. The perimeters are the infill, so it's kind of 100% infill sort of kind of. Um, so, uh, the way you get this, at least for my 3D printer, using a 0.4 nozzle and a 0.2 layer height, the, the thing that makes this, uh, to make these lines really nice is the line width. So the line width is actually set to 0.38. I think by default, it's like 0.35. So I bumped it up to 0.38 just to make it a little bit thinner or thicker. And then if you're using something like simplified 3D, they call it extrusion width, which is, the the width of the extrusion or in this case for cura it's the lined width so there will be different so just kind of fudge that number until you get this nice um tool path for your standoffs because i think that's really where uh if it's not set up right it's going to break because you're applying when you're screwing you're applying a lot of force on those standoffs okay so the um the solid files the design source you can download it um, as a fusion 360 file Or you can download it um, as a STEP file or or STL. If you click on this link here, you'll get brought to the Fusion 360 page. Up here at the top, there's a download button. You can download it in all sorts of different formats. Uh, STEP is a really good format. It works for a lot of different solid modeling programs. So you can use the STEP file um, or any, any number of these other ones as well. So you can check those out. Also want to uh, highlight that all of our parts that we make are on our GitHub page. So you can go to this link here, Adafruit CAD parts GitHub, takes it to this link. Made a, over the weekend, I spent some time to uh, kind of reorganize some of our parts. So what you'll notice is that our parts are now they're into their own individual directories. And the, the, hopefully the naming convention makes sense. These numbers here are actually PIDs through product IDs that correlate with the Adafruit website. So these are the PIDs. So if we look for 3333, that's the Circuit Playground Express. If you click on that, you'll see that we have different files. We have an STL, a STEP file, and a a F3D, which is the Fusion file that contains the original sketches, the parametric timeline, the decals, animations, simulations, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm talking wrong. Sorry. Act like a manatee. <laughs> Is that a I manatee okay. okay. so So uh, I, I made a blog post uh, uh, kind of promoting this, this page and asking if, if folks want other uh, file formats and people were really wanting the step file. So that's why I spent some time and made a, a step file for every one of our parts. So if you're looking for a screen, a display, arcade buttons... PowerBoost, development boards. I have quite a few of them and I'm adding to them. So if you want to help contribute, you can definitely do that. You can, um, uh, how do you contribute with GitHub? I'm not sure, but you can. Look, there's one contributor. Maybe it's me, yeah, it's me. (laughs) So you can contribute (laughs) somehow. I know there's a way to do it. I'm new to GitHub, bear with me. (laughs) So anyway, those are the files they are up there and um, that's pretty much the bit of this. So there you go, there's the trinket mount. let us know if you have any issues with it, if you have any add-ons. I'd love to see some new add-ons for it. Um, and um, if you'd like to see a tutorial or something on how to create an add-on, let me know. I should probably put one together. That would probably be really nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so we do have a video coming out for this. I think we'll be releasing it probably tonight, right?
0: Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> no, definitely not. We're working on a video for the Cricket. It's what the Cricket is, what it's for, what it does that sort of stuff. And this is just kind of shoehorned in there. Like, yeah, you can 3D print this mount as well because the cricket's kind of a big deal. So check that out. You can download it, it's free. You can also modify it or create your own. One last thing I want to do is show you guys uh, for people that laser cut or do use a uh, a vinyl cutter, something like that. I have a special file for you guys. It is, wait for it. It is a DXF file, and an SVG file. These are uh, uploaded to Thingiverse. I'll add them to our repository after the show. But for now, this is just vector outlines of the Cricut board. So you can see it has that perfect uh, octagon shape with the mounting holes in the precise spots. Uh, Also, mounting holes for the Circuit Playground. So this is the Circuit Playground edition of the Cricut board. So you can use this to uh, create mounting uh, pieces with your laser cutter. Maybe you want to cut it out of acrylic or cardboard, or some other type of material, uh, wood. This, I think, will be helpful for those folks that are um, using CNCs, and um, yeah, CNCs like a laser cutter. So yeah, so we have that file as well. So it's not just a 3D model, it's also a 2D vector file. So you can get that, again, by heading over to the learn guide and uh, downloading it from either one of these three spots. That's where I have it right now. I will add it to the GitHub later today. That's about it. That's it for the, this week's project. Hope you guys like it and find it useful. When you take some questions,
1: Anyone had any questions? Let's see. Getting big ups for doing the threaded inserts by heating them up. Everybody likes that technique. Me too. Yeah. Cool. And then let's see. Quick shout outs everybody in the chat room. Yes. A lot of good ideas. Uh, quick shout outs to John K. Always in the house. Jim. Hello. Hey Stuffed Jim. Kirby. Carl, Carl, Andy, Calloway, Alinsky, Mattable, Connor. This is in here. Yanni. So many people.
0: <laughs> True Tech. Azure all of you guys Stein. are great. Thank you so Back much for joining
1: us. Pedro, you're like not in the frame because you're reading over there. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: okay.
1: Super cool. Check out all the files for that. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's, what are we, prototyping? Yeah. Let's do it. So a couple of weeks or months ago, I don't remember, whenever we started the Nintendo Labo Papercraft projects, so we wanted to make an update to the sweet little racing car model that they provide you. Um, John Badere actually made a really cool model, 3D printed model for that. So Oh yeah, look at that one. That's great. So when he made this, I was like, oh, man, this would make a really good uh, Hans, which is our circuit playground character. He's an IC chip. And he's perfect for having this, uh... you oh, the... there
0: you go, connected.
1: Connected, yeah. So what it is just um, redrew all the files since Nintendo did release a PDF of them, but they're completely unusable for cutting machines. Uh, you can just cut them out of paper, but we uh, wanted to get that precision for getting the chipboard cut out. So I uh, modified all the artwork to make that work. And it's a cute little representation of Hans. The 555 timer chip. Yeah.
0: Really quick backstory on who Hans is. Hans is a character from our kid show. Mm-hmm. We have a kid show called Circuit Playground, which you can check out. Circuit Playground. This Hans is in episode, I believe, nine. It's called I is for IC. So Hans, little puppet, he talks about uh, what an IC chip is and how they're different from regular kind of components like resistors and transistors. Mm-hmm. And Adabot, of course, is learning, as he's a curious little robot, learning about the IC chips. So if you have little young ones and you want to teach them about the kind of basics of electronics, definitely check out Circuit Playground. It's uh, on a playlist, and we'll have it linked down below in the description. Also, if you want to purchase Hans as a plushie, you totally can. We have a plushie for Hans. Um, there he is, looking all cute and stuff. That's super cute. Yeah. The legs are
1: bendable. There are metal in there, so you can have yeah. those bent up to any shape.
0: That's right, so
1: here's Hans as a paper craft. So cute. Yeah, so we'll go over some of the techniques that we did for building this out. We'll release this next week, but nice little detail on his little eyes, all that there, Uh, little cutaways. Oh yeah, let's make this guy a little move around. He likes to move backwards. He likes to moonwalk. (laughs) There
0: he goes. This is kind of fun, because you can kind of play around with the different
1: Mm -hmm. So some of the improvements that we made was actually, of course, adding the other two legs on there so it's not going to flop over like the original Nintendo one does. That's good there. The other thing I did was modify the slot so it is um, easier to add the Joy-Cons on each side there. This joke is great. I was going to buy a (laughs) 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 555. It's a timing issue. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll release all the files for that next week. So we're cool. Yay. Yay.
0: All right, so we got a quick little sort of a mini by layer, just to kind of show you um, the process. So Nintendo Labo released uh, some artwork files Mm -hmm. um, for all of the different kits for the Nintendo Labo. Fortunately, they're not really production ready files. And what I mean by that is that they're optimized for laser cutters, or cutting machines like a vinyl cutter, like the Cricut Vinyl Silhouette, they really aren't optimized for that. It's more like a visual art thing. So Pedro had to do quite a bit of work to kind of trace them out and optimize them for cutting, for laser cutting. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Of course I'm using uh, Illustrator here, but you can use Inkscape or any other free vector uh, editing program. So all I'm showing here is just how I'm cutting up all of the lines to make a nice straight uh, cut for um, you know, just vertical lines for that. I'm adding extra points on there, and just cutting the one in the middle to connect it to the rest of the circle here. Uh, pretty much all I'm doing, <laughs> just tracing, cutting, and connecting all of the lines and then adding all of the fold lines on there as well. And then splitting them up into each individual layer so we can easily bring this into the design space for the cut. Mm-hmm.
0: So you could also cut this on a laser cutter. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be providing the SVG files and the DXF file. Um,
1: shortly after. Yeah, nice little addition, mm-hmm. um, especially if, I think it was uh, John Park who posted that uh, one of his dogs ate uh, one of his, so uh, thanks to Nintendo for being able to at least provide the outlines to be able mm-hmm. to trace for that. Yeah, I
0: think we were taking pictures of it at first.
1: Yeah, I was taking pictures yeah. of each we trace build that, that I was way. making. Yeah,
0: But it's nice to have it, uh, some sort of vector, even if it's kind of broken up and jumbled up.
1: Mm-hmm. But hey, it works totally.
0: out really well. So shout out to Nintendo Labo for releasing those files. Um, yep. And John Badir again. Uh, We probably linked this too in the description. Uh, If you guys want to 3D print your own little
1: kind of add on here. That's a little racer bot for your Nintendo Switch.
0: Yeah. Cool. All right. So that's what Peter's been prototyping. Still working on the rack opinion. We'll talk about that next week. Yeah. John's dog (laughs) ate his homework. He actually did. All right. So let's go over to Shop Talk. Do a couple things on Shop Talk. First thing I wanna talk about is the TT motor. These TT motors are really nice. Uh, we're getting into a lot of robotics, so one of the things you really want is a TT motor. Where did my TT motor go? There it is. So all I, all I wanted to show is, um, I didn't know what what what, uh, what screws to use for mounting the TT motor. Let me get a blank TT motor. So you'll see that the TT motor is in this little yellow box and you can take it apart, there are two screws here. but There are two mounting holes here and I really wanted to know, well, what's the best uh, screw for these, for mounting a TT motor? So I did a little little uh, testing and I found that the 25 millimeter M3 size screws work really well. These are those jam nuts that I was talking about. They're thinner hex nuts, they work really well. And I like these length screws because it gives you a little bit of excess for mounting to thicker materials. Uh, this is a little 3D printed box that I've been playing with and it has the mounting holes precisely in, in, in place. This TT motor, I did model it in Fusion 360, and I also have it on our GitHub page, so you can check that out if you want to bring this into your uh, design assembly and, and make some projects with it. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of different uh, TT motor mounting ways, mounting mechanisms. Uh, but this is just a really simple one that I came up with. And uh, there's a lot of great stuff on Thingiverse and GrabCAD as well, um, but it's, it's really nice to kind of make your own parts too as well and uh, kind of experiment with them. But that's what I have so far, the TT motors. Um, don't come with the screws. um, So you will have to get your own screws. We do offer some kits. So if you go over to the Adafruit website, this kit over here actually comes with the screws. Now we don't tell you what the size of the screws are and I'm not sure what they are, but I definitely recommend the 25 millimeter screws for these TT motors with the pan head. Those work out really well.
1: Yeah, Dave Estella is saying that he's using the 1.25 inch M3 for these, 1.25.
0: Inch to millimeters, that's 31 inch, uh, 31 millimeters. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's a good length as well. So if you got 30. Uh, normally they're kind of rounded off for metric. So uh, 25, 30, and I think 35 are what I saw in the uh, in the various websites like Albany County Fasteners. But yeah, definitely want to have it a little bit longer than the body itself. The body is, uh, I believe, 18 millimeters thick. Um, but don't quote me on that. I believe we have a nice tech drawing here. So if you want uh, to model it yourself or just use our model, uh, we have a little tech drawing here that tells you all the dimensions of all the various spots. So that's really nice. It's actually 22 millimeters thick, is it? No, 18.6 millimeters thick. So anything bigger than that would work well. Sweet. Cool, so those are TT motors. Getting into those. We have them in stock, right? Yeah, cool. So we got those in stock, yay.
1: Then Kinger North is saying that U.S. measurements, uh, he's using 440s uh, by one inch. Works pretty good okay, as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, I 440s or... do
0: have one inch uh, 440s. Perfect. Okay, so one inch 440s. If you are Imperial, works well. Yeah, excellent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hardware stores have odd mixes of units. Yep. Um, they're called special screws at our Lowe's. They're special. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like, okay. They're, they're specialty, specially priced, <laughs> overpriced. <They are>. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs>
0: get them online. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, correction from Dave, he said he's using twenty-five millimeter uh, length. Yeah. Perfect. Please. That's the ones
0: I'm using. Excellent. And you get that little bit of excess. So if you're uh, maybe you want to, you know, fasten it into two different, like a two-ply material, two different mm, materials. Yeah. So you can ha- mount it to to those two things. So you do want it like minimum of twenty-five millimeters. Would I recommend.
1: Yeah. He's saying that works great for paper, uh, for
0: cardboard. Excellent. Yeah. There you go. Excellent. All right, so there's our little shop talk. We got some other stuff that we want to talk about. We'll save that for next week, I believe. I believe we're jumping into this yeah, week's. Yeah, we are jumping into this week's makes. community makes. So, this, this is where we make some things from the community and we also show some things from the community. So, this week we have. What this is this? This
1: week's Time Lapse Tuesday is this really cool marshmallow roaster, rotisserie roaster for uh, marshmallows and. Rinks, hot dogs, whatever uh, you're going to be cooking over the campfire. Nice nights in the summertime. In here, super cool little planetary gear that's attached to this handle. It's rotating this top part here, and you have these little screws that I can adjust and hold on to whatever poker stick that you're using to actually hold your uh, meat or marshmallows onto. Super cool design. It's about nine pieces if you don't include all of the screws that are actually holding this together. Are these prints in place? These Good. are indeed print in place. So the the nice little uh, the screws that go gears. in. Sweet. Voluntary gears. We got four little gears on each one of these flywheels. Excellent.
0: So this is a design that we found on Thingiverse from KC Galipsy, Oops. or known as uh, uh, Caxor <laughs> pie on Thingiverse. Yeah. Shout out to you, sir, for sharing your awesome design. He designed it himself, and he has a little breakdown of all the parts and components. Um, so really cool, he printed on his Prusa and he used 50% infill and all the different notes in here are, are great. He has a little bit of horizontal expansion in Cura that he talks about as a negative 0.15 value. So
1: actually I tried that. I actually had to go all the way down to a negative 0.35 for okay. this. Um, I kept having, having um, uh, what's it called, uh, fusion issues where it would just fuse to the other parts of this. Right,
0: that's the one issue with the... Mm-hmm. Making print-in-place gears, yeah. you get that little bit of fusion. So it's finding the right balance of expansion and um, uh, not too loose. Because if you have mm-hmm. too loose, guess what happens? The, yeah. The, so
1: this actually happens when you have a very long stick on there, and you have some sort of weight on there, and you're holding it like completely vertically uh, or horizontally. It will uh, the gears will have a tendency to skip teeth, and they will you know start getting out of place, so that's the only uh, problem with that. But other than that, if you're holding it up like you know at a 45 degree angle, it's pretty good. And it works pretty well. Uh, yeah. yeah, Jim is saying that, yeah, it definitely needs <laughs> a cricket <laughs> on there so we can mortarize this. <laughs> that's great, yeah. It wasn't lazy enough. It wasn't see, lazy. It's pretty cool, you know, having your kid being able to- um, you know, To hand crank it. Hand crank it and roast his own marshmallows. Yeah.
0: So for those who might have missed it, here's our time lapse, and we like to put all of our settings. Now, it says 21 hours for total print time. I'm gonna assume that's for like all of the things, for all of the different various pieces. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, there was quite a bit of pieces. Like I said, it's about nine if you don't include all the screws.
0: It's actually a fail here, if you notice. There's like yeah. some string there. <laughs> uh, one of the bolts came off, but that's fine. We just printed it again. Yeah. And, uh, and here's, of course, uh, all of these uh,
1: vibrant, funky PLA colors are available in the shop. You wanna pick some yes, of these they are.
0: Yes, they are. All those are from Melt, Melt Ink 3D. Yes. Yeah, Melt Ink 3D is our supplier of filament. Make some nice colors and some pretty decent filament for a good price. Mm-hmm. Look at that marshmallow, it just came right off. What did you do there? Like what happened? You just let it roast too long for the shot, right? Yeah, yeah that's what I, I was, was gonna
1: cut it out, but I thought it was funny enough to leave yeah, in the it's shot. Funny. <laughs> yeah, totally, and
0: like the fails too. Like, Well, it, it kind of failed, half failed.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah. so definitely a cool print for summertime. Yeah, very cool. And that's and this it's weeks. gone. Yeah, that's, gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's this week's time-lapse Tuesday. Yep. Another cool thing we want to turn your guys' attention to is this really cool Kickstarter by 3D Printing Professor. Joe! These super cool low-poly dinos.
0: Look at this. This is amazing. So this cool. Let's take a look at the Kickstarter page. So this is a really good example of how to do, uh, if you're a designer and you're looking for how to get your designs out there, this is really cool. So Joe came, uh, made a campaign for his latest project. This is like a whole sort of, Set of low polygon dinosaurs. He's trying to make like a Jurassic Park of low poly mm-hmm. dinos. Really cool. Check it out. He has already reached his goal. Awesome stuff. If you still want to back him, um, go ahead and do so. We definitely recommend doing so. So he's working on these. He's, already, he's been live streaming, designing them. Yeah. Really cool. He's been designing them in Blender, I believe, which is really cool. Free open source software. And Joe has a 3D printing channel. He's one of the longest running 3D printing channels on YouTube. Definitely an um, OG. Yeah, he's an OG. He's doing this for a couple of years now. Very good content, does a lot of different projects, reviews, that sort of stuff. So, oh, look, he's got an MP3 here. Very cool. So check it out. Give him a subscribe. Let him know um, we sent you. Mm-hmm. And just overall, good stuff.
1: Yeah, uh, he's actually to be showing up on the show and tell later tonight to show off some of his new dino creations. Excellent. But yeah, uh, I forget. I think it was a, a um, what was it? Uh, What's that? A Flowistic who actually tweeted at um, to see if we wanted to print these out. In a meeting, I was like, oh, man, we need to make these into dual extruded models for this. So I went into, unfortunately, I had to use Maya. Um, I couldn't use. Um, Which is tri-
0: a polygon editor. Yeah. But it's actually a, a lot of editor. It's yeah. like surface polygons. and yeah, We'll, we'll all take a look at
1: uh, just some of the techniques I use to separate these into two different colors uh, next week. But yeah, it definitely adds uh, more detail. Especially since it's low polygon, it's uh, really easy to, add to select all of the faces and uh, inverse that selection and delete that. Very cool. Now, why'd you pick the the, the pterodactyl? Uh, That's the one that he sent me. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I like him. He
0: looks really cool. He he actually prints uh, on his head flat, which is interesting. Oh there's no
1: support material
0: required. Yeah, no supports required, which is excellent, and um, optimized for no supports, which is what we just said, but really cool. I had another bit. What was it? (laughs) <laughs> I had a brain fart. It's just really cool looking. I don't know what else to say. Oh, Great yeah. color scheme.
1: He has a drink named yeah. after him. <laughs>
0: Joe? Yeah?
1: It's pretty
0: really cool. We'll take a look it at that next week. And definitely
1: tune in to Show and Tell. Yeah. want to see some of the new dinos he's working on.
0: That's right. Speaking of which, tonight at 7.30 Eastern Time is the show and tell. Come on and say hello. Show us what, you can let us know what you're working on. You can show anything you want, really. It's all fair game, not just electronics. Uh, Also right after that, we'll do Ask an Engineer with Lamar and Phil. A full hour of open source news, hardware updates, that sort of stuff. So very cool. Well, all right, well, we're still in the community mate segment. And I got one of the last things I want to show is a make that came in this morning. Um, this gentleman here posted, his name is C. Scott Net. He posted this make of Adabot figure. So if you want to 3D print your own Adabot, Adabot, of course, the main character, lovable robot uh, from the Circuit Playground series, you can 3D print him. So very cool. Oh, look, you made this in 2014, I remember that. So very cool, he made this for his three-year-old daughter, made it out of PLA on his Monoprice Delta. Me Delta, this just yeah. kind of shows that you can make some pretty big assemblies mm-hmm. uh, when you so piece, piece things apart in smaller printers. So that's really cool to see. It's scaled, fair. it doesn't look like it got scaled down, it's like full, full sized. It's kind of coming out of that printer, raw. Very cool. Excellent. It looks great. Very cool. So thank you for sharing that with us, C Scott.
1: All right. Oh, one thing that we forgot about um, Shop Talk. Uh, you've been adding a lot of the vinyl characters onto our GitHub page. That's and right. we have a new addition. Um, shout out to our IoT guy, uh, Brent. Yep, Brent
0: is on the uh, Adafruit IO team. Mm-hmm. Adafruit IO is the service that allows you to make Internet of Things projects. So it's a sort of a service mm-hmm. that you can um, connect sensors and things and um, track, monitor all sorts of cool stuff. So check out Adafruit
1: IO. The new addition to the GitHub repo for that is our lovable character Nimbus. Yeah, hey, look at friendly it. Friendly cloud entity. Yeah, Nimbus. Hey, Nimbus. There's so he made the a website. Cool shirt for him. Yep. Send this out, and you can of course build your own. You grab all the vector files over on GitHub. That's right. This is uh, iron-on
0: vinyl, the francisor, mm-hmm. um, high-temperature vinyl, so it'll run through many, many wash cycles. Works really well, and uh, it's multi-layered, so you can layer different colors on top. Feels really nice. And the front here just shows the Adafruit I.O. logo, which is this nice I.O. and Adafruit um, sort of uh, flower in the center there. So it works really well.
1: So cool. we'll be uploading those later today.
0: Yep. So if you want to make your own T-shirts, yeah, definitely. We got a MakeCode one today, by the way. I made this MakeCode one because I'm a huge fan of MakeCode. Microsoft MakeCode works with our Circuit Player on Express. Cricut as well. Pedro's wearing the Circuit Python shirt um, with Blinka.
1: Can't see it. That's it. Over that there.
0: glittery black. It's so glitter black, so you're playing with different... Uh, different things. Cool. Nimbus is also comes as an enamel pin. That's true. Yeah. Yes. He is an enamel pin. Maybe I'll pull it up.
1: I believe it's still in stock. Yeah. I'll pick one of those up. Yep. It's in the new section. It says we got a little bit of time. I don't know if you can see it in the back. Nimbus. There he is. We finally got our Ultimaker S5 in.
0: Yeah. It came in yesterday. There it is. There's a big box. So what we're going to try to do is we're going to Try do a live to unboxing. live unbox it. Yeah, why not? It might go terribly wrong, <laughs> like the battery thing. But hey, it's fine. We'll do it right. for you. So one of the cool things about this box is that.
1: Is it in focus? Oh, do you want to like angle the camera? Yeah, down? sure. Let's do that. Oh, camera is in the way of the camera.
0: <laughs> what about that?
1: Probably gonna have to hand hold it if it's long enough. Yeah. All right, so I did watch the video on how to actually unbox this, uh, because it's so big, it has you remove these clamps on the bottom and you have to like lift this out of the way. So let's see if I can do this live without messing this up. <laughs> Alright, let's see, first it says, move these. Oh, yep, that's pretty cool. Okay, those are little plastic
0: joiners that um, kind of keep the box together. They do not want you to cut the tape and kind of pull it out. I guess that could damage the printer, or the box, or something. So now he's going to pull it up.
1: All right, ready guys? We're ready, go. Hey, wow. It looks like an Ultimaker 3, but scaled up. Cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, it looks great, man. Look at this. Excellent.
1: Should we do this live tube printing on the table? Let's see if it actually fits uh, on Don't shelf. you
0: need two people? To, no? I Think you got it?
1: Oh uh, yeah, let's. All right,
0: please don't drop it.
1: Let's see. Uh, uh, oh my God, this thing is freaking heavy. Uh, okay, yeah, we're gonna have to do this. Uh,
0: oh, Sorry, shaky hand. Is this... <laughs> I'm right above the AC. Uh, I
1: can't lift it. We're gonna have Aww. to do this after yeah.
0: the show. <laughs> then ain't no. <laughs>
1: but yeah, we'll do a nice little video or something. I'll oh, definitely. Boy, um, yeah. Car parts, uh, cosplay stuff, you know, something you see, like, on a movie. Yeah, know, uh, for full assemblies,
0: much. we'll see. Yeah, helmets, yeah. maybe we'll make some helmets. Maybe a new sword. Who knows? Ooh. If you guys got any cool ideas, let us know.
1: Yeah, I think the top request is the um, Guardian, uh, what is it, the chainsaw blade? Oh, that'd be amazing. With a uh, cricket
0: inside. Yes, Make the, the chainsaw. It's from the game uh, Zelda Breath of the
1: Wild. oh man I'm out of breath are you? (laughs) me too I'm kind of nervous like
0: oh gosh what's going to happen he's going to break it oh he's just got it and broke it live
1: live live, uh, 3D printing
0: break (laughs) well let's uh, (laughs) let's end the show (laughs) Um, don't forget tonight we have uh, the show and tell show Mm -hmm. so you can come on and share your stuff with us at 7.30pm eastern time hope to see you folks there and then again shortly after we'll be ask an engineer full hour of Lamar and Phil Tomorrow, we have some more live streams with John Park. I think John Park's going to do some Adabox stuff. We didn't even get to talk about Adabox yet, but there are some very cool things. Adabox, of course, is our monthly subscription Mm -hmm. of amazing products and and fun projects and things. Um, So you can subscribe to that if you want. And check out John Park tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you guys so much for supporting Adafruit, the lovely company that keeps on trucking. Mm -hmm. so there they are new york city it's very hot
1: everybody that you're supporting yeah
0: everybody there all the fine folks at at ship and uh, remote team folks as well thank you guys so much also don't forget if you want to help support your maker habit you can do so order something from the shop use our 10 percent off coupon code cricket we also have another one tonight a giant handheld pie girl you know we, well, still need the, we, one, yeah. we still need to um, make that one. Um, he made it where it's a display, and it works really well. Oh, okay. Next, The next step would be to actually make the buttons work. Mm-hmm. and um, Yeah, that would be really fun. So maybe we'll do that, a giant hell-held pie girl. Yeah. I think we might do that. Yes, and John K. is anxiously awaiting for his a to Box 08 to arrive. Hopefully it arrives today, if not today, hopefully tomorrow. But we shipped out so many of them, and uh, it's really nice. Friday night is the AdaBox unboxing. Not sure what time. Okay, so Friday night is when we'll do the unboxing. That's in two days from now.
1: Yeah, I think John's already uh, shooting the video for that. So excellent. Yeah, Good look out for that.
0: Sweet. Soon. All right. Well, we got a little bit of time here, so maybe we'll just kind of catch our breaths and read up on the chats. Again, we thank you guys so much for joining us. Our silly banter here. Our audio issues. Always oh, with the audio issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I got to say, like the it's really hard to do uh, a show with two people because then you have to have two different uh, two different mics because we like to move around and stuff. So um, yes, he did. Ben Heck did a giant Game Boy. Yeah, yep. He did a really big one. It was like taller than him. It was it was, it was awesome. I think uh, speaking of Ben Heck, we wish him well. I think he's he's he wrote one of the last uh, show notes this morning, so um, he is uh, moving on. To do
1: video work, I believe. So take, some pinball take, uh, stuff, I believe, right? Yeah. So cool. the Discord uh, Carter says to contribute, uh, you contribute via the pull request. Ah, that's right. This is GitHub. So if
0: you want to contribute some some uh, some 3D models, you can do so by uh, doing a pull request. Don't know what that means. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have a guide that talks about this on the aid of learning system. So you can search for GitHub. It was from Catney. I, I need to read it. I do. Thank you so much, John, for that comment. Um, webcasting is not easy and you precious all the work you put in. Yeah, I don't know how, how Phil hasn't had a single problem. And like, I better not jinx it. I'm just going to shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been doing the show for like eight years. Yeah. Yeah, We're on uh, episode 193, so uh, we've been for about two years now. And you still have audio problems all the time. <laughs> Maybe our mics are just finally fed up with us. Yeah.
1: Okay, I think we're going to close out the show. Yeah. Let's see if this uh, printer fits on the shelf over there. Don't forget to follow us on all of the social channels. See all the behind the scenes, everything we're working on. Of course, check out discord.gg Adafruit. We'll be hanging out in there after the show. So you can add us there. Amazing. And of course, all of the Adafruit accounts as well.
0: You said it. Don't forget, we do the show every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We thank you so much for joining us, and don't forget, make a great day. To make a great day. See you next week, guys. Adios. Where's the button? There it is. Adios. <laughs>